Welcome to the Line Podcast. Great to be with you again. Once again, we bring you some personal development, bring you some stuff that you can implement into your life to make your life quite simply better. Uh, thanks to everyone who's subscribing to the show. The questions that you're putting in has been fantastic. Uh, if you do have any questions for the show, uh, be sure to send them through to either of our social media channels, which is at Abandon Average for Lee uh, and at Dr. Tom Wallet for me. So, uh, Lee, welcome to the show today. Thank you very much. How's it going? Good. Thank you very much. Um, exciting topic today, one that I find very interesting and I think our audience uh, will really enjoy. Um, we've discussed previously how important fitness is when it relates to um, your business, your career uh, and improving your life. And, and we've also spoken about the fact that a lot of people go, um, oh, when I feel better, I'll start to work out or when things start to get better in my business, I'll start to look after my health. Yeah, And we know it simply doesn't work that way. Uh, looking after yourself first uh, then allows you to create better opportunities and create more with your life and with your business. So one of the most important things that underpins everything with personal development is ourselves, our health and our fitness. Yeah. Um, and you've been on quite an extraordinary fitness journey over the last couple of years. Um, I saw some before and after photos the other day, which blew my mind. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I want to say well done. Uh, it's incredible what you've actually managed to achieve. Yeah. Um, and I hope this conversation will give those people who are struggling uh, the inspiration and the impetus to actually do something different and call some people out and keep them accountable to actually making a difference. Yeah. Um, so let's go right back to the start. Like you, you've been in business for a while. You've, you've been an entrepreneur for quite some time, but there was a tipping point where you decided to take control of your health. What was that tipping point? Why did you say, right now I need to do something different? I think it, it was just, I think I just looked in the mirror and just looked, looked at myself and was like, shit, you've really fucking let yourself go here. Mm. But I mean, I've been big my whole life when I was a kid. So from, I was, I was a skinny kid up until about seven or eight. And then I just fucking found food and just started eating. When I left school, I was big and I wasn't as tall as I am now. I was just like round. Mm. Um, so probably some home and family issues triggered some emotional eating and stuff like that. But then um, I've been up and down throughout life. But yeah, around 2020, um, I moved, when we moved into Lion House, I just, it's funny you ask that, you know, I don't know, I don't know if the, what the actual tipping point was. It probably was just, I was tired and struggling with things that I shouldn't be struggling with. I felt like shit when I looked at myself in the mirror. Because people feel like that all the time. People yeah. People look at themselves in the mirror a lot and go... <laughs> And really don't like what they see. Yeah. But there has to be a catalyst. Yeah. And I know it's hard to think of it. It and, is and, hard to think of it, yeah. You obviously got to a point where there was an accumulation of, oh, fuck, I really don't feel great. Yeah. And something needs to change. Yeah. I was listening to a lot of Real AF or, or MF CEO yeah. probably at the time. Um, and and the, the thing that got me started was 75 hard. So maybe we can have a chat about that. Cool. So, so you decided I need some help. I need some accountability and you chose yeah. to jump on the 75 hard yeah. uh, program yeah. to make a difference. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't know, 75 hard is a, um, it's a 75 day program uh, that's part of a live hard program created by Andy Frisella. Um And it's got some specific things you need to do each day without fail yeah. for 75 days. Yeah. And it's not a weight loss challenge, is it? No, it's mental toughness um, program. Which shows that mental toughness requires personal 
development yeah. and um, fitness accountability. Yeah, yeah. So, it's all like it's all one, isn't it? Like being being overweight and unhappy with yourself will make you mentally weak and um, unhappy. Mm. Like you can't be successful in business and life and personal development and do all these overachieving goals that we're striving for and be out of shape. You can't. It's just not possible. You can't. And people see straight through the incongruency. Yeah. yeah. Straight through it. Yeah. So what's 75 and hard involve? Um, and how do you find that sort of start of your journey? Yeah. So it's been a while since I've done 75 hard. I have to have a think. Um, 75 hard is two 45 minute workouts a day. They have to be separate. I think it's three hours apart. Oh, three hours. They, one of them has to be outdoors an American gallon of water, which is 3.8 litres a day. Read 10 pages. Progress pick every day. Yeah. And it is 10 pages reading. And 10 pages of reading. Yeah. Is that it? So it's 10 pages of reading. It doesn't sound like Progress a lot pick. these days. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, two workouts. Water. And water. Yeah. And no cheat meals. And no cheat no, meals no and stick cheap, to a diet. Yeah, that's it. That's diet it plan, yeah. No cheat meals. Yeah. So it doesn't tell you what to eat. Um, but it just tells you to stick to a diet plan. And I ate a uh, paleo diet yep. the first time I did and it. I think zero I cheat meals and zero alcohol. No alcohol, no alcohol. So the first time I did it, I smoked weed. So this was when I used to smoke weed. Um, and then the second time I did it, I did it with no alcohol, no weed. Um, Do you find it different? Yeah, very different. I got Harder? Much better results. Uh, I think that was like the beginning of me totally... Quitting weed for good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, was it harder? Yeah. It, the thing is, it's easier to not eat shit when you don't smoke weed. Yeah. I can because you get the munchies yeah, when exactly, you smoke yeah. weed. So for years, I, for years, I would train, eat well, smoke weed, fucking eat like shit yeah. in the evenings. Yeah. And that was like a, a big problem for me. So quitting weed made it easier to not eat shit. That so, makes sense. Yeah. So when you so when you did the seventy five hard or seventy five days, um, was that a big difference to how you were training before? Like you're taking a body that's out of shape. Yeah. Did you so, find it difficult? Yeah. So I was hardly I wasn't really training at that time. Oh, wow. I was doing hardly anything. Um, and it was I started seventy five hard before I bought my gym. So the first yeah. time I did seventy five hard, I did it with um, pull up bar, dip bar, resistance bands to help me, and one barbell and about 20 kilos of weights, maybe a bit more. Fair play. That's fucking boring 45 minute workout. Yeah. Every, like I was doing push ups. I'd do um, like tricep extensions, yeah. I, but I basically did. So I learned loads throughout this journey, actually basically did the same workout every day and ended up fucking myself up because I focused, I, I basically neglected my posterior chain. Yeah. Um, and that this was when I started going to see Emma at Link's injury. Is it arms, chest, forget the rest of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I've never heard that before. But that's, that was my life until about two years ago. <laughs> that's why you see like 16-year-olds walk around like, oh, fucking jacked. And their yeah. arms are like spinning inwards. And arms, just, chest, oh. forget the rest. That was it, yeah. So you committed to it. You got, yeah. did you complete 75? First time uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the second time I completed seventy five hard was different. You can, as you know, you can complete seventy five hard, or you can complete seventy five yeah. hard. And I did it the first time. I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything. I didn't miss any workouts. I didn't do anything. But then the second time I did it, which was about six months to a year later, I think I can't remember exactly time frames. 
I really committed to it and I went hard out and I'd bought a gym and I was training like push-pull legs and I was doing um, just just way more focused. And if you listen to the podcasts that Andy talks about and if you don't listen to Real AF, strongly, highly recommend that you do listen to Real AF, um, especially some of the older episodes. But he talks about the different levels of commitment when you do 75 hard and it's so true. You can complete it and not fully go in and do it hard out. Mm. Like I always do my 45 minute workouts on my first time round was sometimes like walks with a dog. Second time was just always weighted vest, like yeah. never just a normal walk. It does make a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, difference. yeah, yeah. So once you've completed that first 75 days and you've committed to this health challenge, how how did your body transform over that time? Um, I lost a lot of weight. Um, I don't think I wasn't eating enough protein, so I didn't really know about protein then. So I lost a lot of muscle um, and I was quite skinny fat. Um, but 75 hours is good, but it's not a miracle program. It's still only 75 days long. No. So I did lose some weight, but I was still not where, anywhere near where I wanted so to be. So then how did your fitness journey, I suppose we'll talk about the fitness, then we'll get into how it's actually affected other parts of your life. Yeah. But how did the fitness journey then progress from there to yeah, so where I've, we are today? So I fell off. When I finished 75 hard, yep. fell off quite hard. Um, so just to put it into context, since the first time I did 75 hard, which I believe was in, I don't know, I think it was at the end of 2020, um, I've lost over 50 pounds. So th wow. three and a half stone, 20 something kilos. Yeah. Um, and gained some muscle. So it's great. Probably more fat. Um, but yeah, so I fell off. Had a bit of time going through some shit. Oh, yeah. I, so my uncle died during COVID. Yes. And because of that, I finished 70. I was doing 75 hard when he died and I finished it. And then I fell off and, and I was just struggling with shit in, mm. in, in life in general. He was my uncle, but he lived with me from the age of six. Like we were really mm. close family. And um, <clears throat> yeah, it was really difficult. So I had to deal with that and had that happen now, I would use that as fuel and and I would work and I, I wouldn't fall off quite like I did then, but I was quite early on in, in the journey then. So is this the difference between having a 75 day period to work in and then just choosing to just live a different lifestyle? Yeah, yeah. So it took me till after um, I did 75 hard again and I did, and then I went into phase one. And I failed phase one, started again, got to day 30 mm. on on Boxing Day, gone all Christmas, no drink, nothing. My brother had a little glass of port and I was like, oh, I've never tried port. Total, just a total split second of mind blank, sipped it. It's like, fuck. Last day, could, have, you could have quite easily just not told anybody yeah. and just been, all my family were like, you haven't failed, you haven't failed, you haven't failed. It's like, yeah, I have, I, I failed. Yeah. So I failed. Um, and then, but that's what 75 hard does for you. It creates a really, really strong level of self-accountability. Which is, which is there where we're now seeing the parallel between your personal fitness and your, and your success in life. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is accountability. It's it's choosing to do the things that are difficult when when you need to, not when you want to. Yeah. Um, and committing to a, a level of personal excellence in every facet of your life. Yeah. 
And did you find any differences in productivity or how your how sharp you were, how oh, yeah, energetic you were, what kind of things did, sort of came across into your into your business life from that? Yeah, massively. Um, loads, loads of things. Definitely better, more creative, definitely more energy. Um, drinking the water as well. When I first started drinking that water, that was one of the most difficult things for me. It's the most difficult, isn't it? Yeah, really. But now, if, I, I suppose, you, like, like me, you, you drink that easy now. Yeah, yeah, you adapt. And I don't drink that much at the moment, yeah, three and three point eight liters is a lot for me to drink still. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was most difficult. But you like your skin and your eyes when you drink that sort of water, mm-hmm. you will just notice the changes. Um, but the biggest thing, and if you, if if anybody is overweight listening to this and they they aren't happy with their body, the the biggest thing that I can say that should sell it to you is the level of self-confidence and how much you will believe in yourself and the things that you will be able to do that you didn't think you could do before. Um, this, for example, mm. like talking to a uh, growing my Instagram account and sharing things on Instagram and creating a podcast and, and putting out content for chiropractors, all things that I struggled with before I couldn't, I literally Why couldn't do. Is it because you knew you weren't well, it's, yeah. what you could be? Yes. So yeah, I knew that it was, I wasn't living by the things that I wanted to talk about, but mm. also I just wasn't comfortable with the way I looked. It's just a, 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 as, as simple as that as well. So mm. yeah, both, both things, but yeah, it's helped me in every single facet of life. Like mm. it, 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 you can't just, you can't put it down to one thing. It's, it's everything. So what are so what are some so from being someone who really did struggle like obviously liked your food you didn't care, really care about working out what are some simple things that you could or bits of advice that you could give to people who are about to start uh, to maybe make it easier or say if you just do this it, it's simple because there's yeah. so much out there like so many online PTs <laughs> like, do you know what gets me you go to a gym and you see a fat PT that get that just yeah. my mind is yeah. blown when I see that. Um, um, yeah. What's um, some simple things you can start with? Like the, the 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 most simple and most important two things I can say is track your calories and your macros. Yeah. Because explain that to people. Macros. So, so macros is carbs, protein, and fat. You need a certain amount of protein to maintain muscle because you're not going to build loads of muscle if you're in a deficit. It's as simple as mm-hmm. that. You may build a little bit, but over the long haul, you're not going to hit your protein and then split your fat and your uh, carbs however you want, generally lower fat. Mm-hmm. Um, but people say, oh yeah, I've tracked my macros before. I know what I'm eating and it's bollocks. It's so easy to go over your macros if you're not tracking everything. Um, and then the other thing would be lift weights. Yeah. That's it. Those two things. If you do them consistently, lift weights five or six days a week and track your macros and do it all the time because that's really simple because a lot of people go a lot of people jump to cardio to start to lose weight and they say they're trying to eat healthier yeah and then they're just absolutely not no so if you record you've got that accountability so we i think we spoke about this in with business podcasts before what gets measured gets managed mm-hmm. uh, and then pearson's law says what gets measured gets managed and reported on yeah improved exponentially yeah so if you are recording it reporting it to yourself yeah the accountability level increases and you will improve. Yeah. Yeah. And my fitness pal is what I use. There, there are others, but that's probably the best one. Good, yeah. And then I would, like you said, I'm going to try and eat better. I would say, don't 
try to do anything. Just do it. Well, that's the thing that 75 hard gets bad rep for, isn't it? People call it a challenge. Yeah. As if I'm going to try this challenge. Yeah. And it's not. It's like, I'm going to do 75 days. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. Like, that's the difference. And now your mindset's changed, hasn't it? Because you're not doing a set period of time. Your mindset has changed to say, this is who I am. This is what I do. Yeah. It's just totally different. Um, Yeah. There is no, there is no end date. So I found for me, when I put an end date on things, I would smash it until that end date and then I would fall off and I just was sick of falling off. So I just decided to just live this way. That's cool. And is your nutrition perfect now? Or do you have I, I some have, cheat days? I have, have I have meals? cheat days. I have I have days where I slip. I yeah. have I have off days. But um it's like I said before about personal development. For me, like I struggle I struggle with addiction. I have mm. a very addictive personality. I've been addicted to smoking, I've been addicted to weed, I've been addicted to class A drugs when I was young, I've been addicted to food, I've been addicted to spending, all of these things which I've I think achievers are like addiction. Like, yeah. I, have, I have addictions and it's, yeah. it's difficult, but you need to choose what to be addicted to. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and all of those addictions that I've just listed, I've, I've beaten mm. uh, and managed to get away from. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not easy for me in any way, shape or form. Like it makes me laugh sometimes when you see people, fitness coaches online and they're like show their befores and afters and then you look at their before their befores and they were absolutely shredded and then they just got a little bit overweight i've been a fat fuck my whole life and then managed to deal with it like Mm. it's not like i wasn't athletic at school i wasn't like i played basketball but only because i loved it i didn't Mm. play any other sport I really struggled and probably we know now why because I've got hip issues Mm. at the minute. That could be why. But um, yeah, it's not been easy for me. So my my nutrition is on point most of the time. Yeah, good. And I still train most of the time. Um, Perfect. And and you you now have a healthy relationship with it. Yeah. Sometimes people say have a healthy relationship with it and they take that far too soft. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the gym three times a week is probably not enough to make a change to your body. No, I mean, if you're shredded and you just want to maintain and you enjoy it, then probably. But if you've actually got some real weight to shift, then mm. no. And you can't out-train a bad diet. No. That's impossible. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of a lot of people, I can't remember I heard this, but it's so true. A lot of people train to offset the guilt. Of eating shit. Of eating shit. Yeah. And to, to nullify the effects of eating shit. And you'll never, you'll never progress. Yeah. I did that for years. I was just like fat with a bit of muscle. Yeah. You'll yeah. never progress. Yeah. Um, you have to get both of them right. One, one other thing um, I will just mention is um, that's quite important is the number, the number on the scale literally means nothing. Exactly. So while, while I sit here and say I've lost 50 pounds, yes, I've lost 50 pounds, but especially at the beginning, there were months where I didn't lose anything on mm. the scale, mm. but I could literally see, or, or weeks, maybe not months, but I could literally see the changes in my body. And it's because I was building muscle and losing fat, noob gains, so to speak, I guess. Mm. And so many people, people that are close to me as well, get totally obsessed with the number on the scales. And if you forget about the number on the scales, like 
it's funny because I say forget about the number on the scales, but I weigh myself every day. Yeah. But I have a set of scales that tracks my body fat and all of that. It yeah. sends the current through. So whereas I weigh myself every day, but I track, but I but I don't care about the numbers mm. because when you do when you do that, over time it just happens and it will just drop off. Like it just, it just goes. Um, and I get in body scans done with Emma as yeah. well. Um, and they're really good because they allow you to see where you're losing muscle and what you're, what you're doing. But yeah. It's, the, a, the, it's a simple formula, isn't it? Yeah. But it, it the, really the importance is. is like, if you really want to take control of your life, you have to start with your fitness. Yeah. You have to yeah. start with your fitness. It, it's, it's, if you've read the book, the one thing, I think it's this book. And I think I've mentioned it before. But what's the one thing in life that will make everything else easier or irrelevant? And when it comes to personal development, that one thing is your physical health and fitness. Training in the gym. Go, training in the gym is the one thing that makes everything else easier. And I say that because when you go and train in the gym, unless you're a real piece of shit, you feel guilty when you eat shit because yeah. you've trained in the gym. So I say the the initial and main catalyst is the gym yeah because it makes everything else easier or irrelevant cool so what would you say in closing what would you say to fat lee uh if you were sitting down with him now and encouraging him to get started um i'd say i'd let him know how worth it it's going to be and how good he's going to feel mm. um but i don't wish he never existed because I never wish to change anything in the past because everything's made me into the person I am today. So I would say if you are struggling with like your weight and your health and stuff like that, um, use it, use it to your advantage. Because when I look back and think 50 pounds, imagine walking around with 50 pounds on me now. It's like a 25 kilo weight vest. or just. A, Dude, just I've a, just bought a 20 kilo weight vest. I'm going to go out in it later. And they're think, fucking and heavy. Dude, I, I've got fuck. one. Yeah. And, and it's, and I, and when I put it on and I was putting it on when I was this heavy and walking with it, not with 20 kilos with 15 yeah. and that was fucking heavy. And I think about carrying that around now and it's like, it's, mad, it's it? a lot. Cause Sarah, Sarah's funny. Sarah's was saying she put, she's put on 18 kilograms. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. She's pregnant, by the she, way. She's yeah. She's just been eating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, cool. Lee, that's been really helpful. And I think I, I think someone's got something out of it. I, I genuinely do because it's so easy for some people to sit up, you know, on the, on the mountain and, and preach, but you've climbed the mountain and you've really shown people what, what's possible. And, and, I, and I'm just to finish as well. I'd just like to say, I'm not where I want to be yet. Yes. I, th there's still work to be done. Like I, I'm still on a journey. But I haven't talked about this up until now because I didn't feel like I was at a point where I could. But now I'm really happy with the progress that I've made. And uh, follow me at Abandon Average if you want to see the rest of the journey. Brilliant. Well, thanks again for, for that input. It's brilliant. No problem. Uh, if, you, if you've got someone you know who could benefit from just listening to this episode in particular, make sure you send it to them. Yeah. Make sure they hear it because if we all improve our fitness... Um, every facet of our life will change which means society will start to change the collective consciousness absolutely right um, Lee once again thank you very much thank you mate <laughs>